This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. Let's go to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. We're talking with the great Terry Francona. I know everybody poo-poos baseball fights. They're like, hey, you go out there and everybody's just talking yeah. and shoving. But when you get out there, man, those guys are big. They they get after yeah. it. And when they get after it, man, look out. It makes you a little nervous. Robin Ventura still won't talk about Nolan Ryan to, to this day. He, he wants <laughs> nothing with that conversation. Listen to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, this is Betting Weekly Extra Time Champions League edition. We are back for the third qualifying round of Europe's Premier Club competition. We have got picks over the course of this month. Obviously, the group stages don't kick off until mid-September. The draw, incidentally, 31st of August. You're with Dan Roebuck and alongside me, two of the very best handicappers around to talk you through what is always a testing time for bettors. Form can be thin, but value can be had. I'm pleased to say... Steve Wiss is alongside me as well as Will White. Six picks to come. Five on Tuesday. We've got one on Wednesday. Steve, as someone who follows the summer leagues, would you say that those teams maybe strip a little fitter because of competitive action over the course of June and July? Can they catch out the big guns or are the PSVs of this world, the Rangers, or the, the teams that we expect to get through to the, to the group stages? Are they a bit more prepared these days? I, I actually really like this period of, of the European qualifiers. I think there's some really exciting football. I think if you know teams, uh, you can get an edge more this time of year than actually when the main group stages start. At the same time, there's also um, quite capabilities of some random results. I, I do actually think it's a, a positive if, you, if you're in the middle of your summer league or if you're in a league which starts early. For example, we're going to talk about this later. The Swiss league is about three or four rounds in. Um, I also think it's an advantage to have already played sometimes in one of the previous qualifying rounds. Like you've got to run under your belt. Um, you know, we've seen before some big sides have not necessarily got knocked out at this stage, but they've struggled to match up to expectations. So I think, I definitely think, Dan, um, that it is an advantage uh, to be more competitively match fit. Uh, Will, glad to have you along. Professional handicapper, not easy for betters, though, at this time of year. But I guess the same applies to odds compilers and traders. And I put the running all together late last night, and I just glanced at some of the prices now. There's already changes to an awful lot of the markets. And when it comes to something like Premier League, Serie A, established leagues, established teams with an awful lot of history and metrics to look at that is not necessarily the case. So it can be harder for betters, but the same applies to the odds compilers as well, would you say? Absolutely, Dan. Very happy to be here. Um, it is, uh, it's a very tough start to the season, especially if you've just got back from holiday as a professional football gambler. Uh, it's tough for us and it's tough for the traders. Um, it looks to me like lots of these lines have actually been priced up, kind of quite correlated with how you would expect them to be from a statistical modeling, like traditional ratings point of view. So yeah, we have to look at more situational feel-based angles. I'm sure Steve's uh, right on the case when it comes to those, and hopefully I can add a little bit of insight myself also. 
it seems to me just the way that you answered that question that generally these are games that you might sort of back away from naturally because there's not enough information that you would generally use normally is that fair uh i would personally i would i would normally not be trading these markets because of schedule really you know there's only so much time off we get over the summer as professional football gamblers and you want to kind of take advantage of that period to rest your mind so i normally would start to look at champions league in the final round of qualifying definitely in a group stage is one of my favorite tournaments um but yeah, um, it's it's it certainly can present opportunities, like Steve says, because um, there's li limited information and so many factors that have to be considered. If the lines are getting set kind of based purely off uh, ratings-based models, then it does open the door of opportunity to us uh, to us pros and other betters to have a look into the more situational angles. Well, we've press ganged um, Will in, in, into action here, so it's going to be interesting to see how Will gets on. I, I fancy that we're going to have a profitable week. Let's hope so. We're going to kick off uh, with Stephen again uh, on uh, where, on Tuesday, obviously, five on Tuesday. This is 3 p.m. Eastern time. It's Braga against Bachkatapola. I've been on Forvo for the pronunciation uh, here, Steve. A Serbian side that I've never heard of, and uh, you will know that I commentate on uh, a vast majority of football matches, including an awful lot of Europa League and Conference League games over the last few years. Safe to say, I've never heard of the Serbian side. You must think I've put this uh, match in just for you, Dan, because, I mean, I do have a history, don't don't I, of uh, making you research, uh, scraping the barrel a bit, the likes of Andorra, San Marino, in the last year or two. I'd like to welcome Will to the show for the European uh, shows uh, this season, the Champions League. And, of course, it's always a pleasure to be with you as well, Dan, here. Uh, I'm going to kick things off with a pick on Braga. Braga on a minus 1.75 Asian handicap at minus uh, 1.36 now, actually, is the price. It's, uh, they have shortened since we discussed this last night. I, I really think this should be a case of men against the boys. Braga, very established Portuguese side, uh, strong European pedigree, not in the Champions League, uh, but more Europa League, Conference League sort of thing. Uh, I've watched plenty of them down the years. You know what you're going to get with Braga. Some nice football on the ground, technical stuff. And uh, you've had a good pre-season. Not that really I take too much note of friendly results, but they've been winning a lot of matches. They beat Nice recently. I saw a bit of the highlights of that and um, they look pretty, pretty good. Against, aside from Serbia, who... You're right, I'd never actually heard of them before. I actually had to do a bit of real digging here. They finished second last season on goal difference. Uh, over 20 points behind the league winners, Red Star, Belgrade, who are a class above most sides in Serbia. Um, there's not a lot of form to go on because the third and fourth place side, Kukarici and Partizan, um, they've not been in action yet in Europe. But Vojvodina, the fifth place team, they only finished 10 points above them. They are already knocked out of the Conference League qualifying by Apoel, a Cyprus, uh, team from Cyprus. So not exactly a lot to take from there, but I think this TSC, I've looked at their uh, past history. I think it was just a freak anomaly of a season for them to finish second. I think it's a bit of a quirk of the coefficient that, that they're entering the, the, the Champions League qualifying uh, phase now. Um you know, Serbian coefficient must be a lot better than I give it credit for. But when you think about it, Red Star and Partizan have done all right. They've chipped away in the last few years. Braga should be far too good, as simple as that. Um, and I'm surprised. I thought this Asian handicap would be minus two and a half. 
maybe even minus 2.75 really. Yes, they've not had a competitive game yet, but they should be winning this match in their sleep quite comfortably. At very worst, 2-0. Uh, they should win 2-0. I don't see the Serbian side scoring. But we're looking at 3 or 4 really. Get the job done in the first leg. And then, I'm not saying you can relax in the second leg, but you can certainly have a lot more fun, can't you? Um, really, I'm struggling to make a case for this Serbian outfit. Even if it was against, say, Red Star Belgrade, I would be confident in Braga winning by more than one goal. So, against a side which, yeah, fair play, they finished second last year in Serbia, but really, they're probably only the fourth, fifth best team in the country. So... Braga minus 1.75 Asian handicap. You could take the minus two Asian if you prefer better odds. Um, I like them to win and win well. How many do they need to win by for this bet to cop in its entirety, Steve? Well, we need to win by at least two goals to get a half win. Uh, if they win by three goals or more, then we fully cash. But uh, I'm, I'm happy to take any win by, by two goals or more, and that, that will be a good profitable start. Asian handicaps seem to be the way to go with our picks. Uh, plenty of Asian handicap markets on the Bet Rivers website. We're going to head to the Danish capital next up. This is 2 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday. Copenhagen against Sparta Prague. Copenhagen, even money. Again, check on Bet Rivers website. Last I looked, evens. Sparta Prague plus 250. Draw the same price. Over and under mark. Two and a half goals. Minus 120. Over minus 110. Uh, under. Uh, will both of these two sides have. Uh, been in action already and not just been in action but in winning action as well they both appear to have started their respective seasons well yeah absolutely they have um i just uh i really like steve's pick by the way on braga uh, very hard to oppose them especially at home in european competition and i think steve's also one nil up here on the pronunciations because i've got tried quite a tricky one in my analysis of this copenhagen game but uh doesn't really rival those serbian teams um <laughs> Yeah, you're right, Dan. Both teams have uh, have got the benefit of having played in domestic uh, competitive matches already this season, so should be relatively um, match sharp. I think these days, I think Steve alluded to this, most bettors and traders are looking perhaps too much at early season form, um, especially any sort of competitive matches. It's limited information we've got to work off, right? And I think often that gets built in and overfactored into markets and especially the price movements you see in between markets opening and and closing prices it doesn't really look to be the case here though because like you say dan both teams have got off to unblemished domestic starts in uh, their domestic competitions and copenhagen have also uh, crushed icelandic minnows bredabilic on 8-3 on aggregates in the previous qualifying round so um Normally, I'd, I'd, the first port of call for me when looking at a game would be um, to look at my model-based ratings. And my model has Copenhagen as 0.4 goal favourites um, in this first leg, which would equate roughly to the current line on offer. My pick is on FC Copenhagen, minus quarter of a goal, minus 127. That does give us half insurance on the draw. So if it were to finish a draw, we'd only lose half our stakes. I like Copenhagen here mainly because... I don't really like to weight historical historical patterns too much into my thinking. Um, but because the market is just trading bang on my model number, I've had to look at these factors and give them a bit more weighting. But basically, it's the discrepancy between European pedigree and form at this stage of uh, European uh, competition qualifying. Uh, Danish champions FC Copenhagen are no strangers to the European stage and they have previously qualified five, five times for the Champions League group stages. 
But interestingly, they've only been eliminated once in the past eight attempts at this stage of Champions League qualifying, which perhaps indicates that they are more than good enough at this level. In last season's Champions League group stages, they were in a really tricky group with City, uh, Sevilla and Borussia Dortmund, and they actually managed to hold uh, Sevilla and Man City to nil-nil draws at home. So they park in as a bit of a fortress for FC Copenhagen. I, I can't really see them losing this game. Um, Sparta, I have them rated as the second best team in the Czech Republic in the Fortuna League. Their bitter local rivals, Slavia being the strongest team in the league, according to, to, to my ratings, um, despite Sparta winning the title last season. So given the contrasting historical fortunes at this stage of competition, um, I'm happy to take this young, exciting Copenhagen team to defend their home advantage. Um, Sparta have previously reached this stage of qualifying, I believe, four times historically and failed at each attempt. So I'm not particularly confident in their chances of uh, overcoming uh, quite a tough, ma tough matchup here. Um, one note of caution, Copenhagen will be missing their influential attacking midfielder, Victor Klaassen. He would normally be a big miss, but um, I think uh, Copenhagen have done some quite good business in the, in the, in the off-season transfer market. They've signed um, Mohamed El Yanoussi from Southampton. Not sure he starts here, but bringing that experience to what is a young, talented, attacking team, I think can only stand them in good stead. So my pick is FC Copenhagen to get the job done, minus 0.25 goal handicap, but minus 127. That's the pick in the game between Copenhagen and Sparta Prague. That is a 2pm kickoff on Tuesday, Eastern time. Uh, Olympia Galatasaray, we move on to here. And again, there's been uh, line changes here, money line, goal line changes. This is 3pm on Tuesday, uh, Eastern. Uh, Olympia plus 375, Galatasaray minus 159. There might be shorter now, in fact. Uh, draw plus 300 here. I did commentate on Olympia's win over Valmiera, the uh, Latvian champions, the first round. I can't remember too much about it. But Gala are going to be popular, Steve, because they always are. And, and betters will look to the names that they know. They will see a short price and maybe just want to get involved. But sometimes that's not the way to play it. Uh, and the Turkish season doesn't start until this weekend. You've got a slightly different angle for us here with this game. Yeah, the, the Turkish champions, Galatasaray, um, I mean, this is a strange quirk, isn't it? That they've already been in action in the, in the qualifying rounds and they're the champions of Turkey, yet the team we just talked about in Serbia are, are only entering now. Galatasaray um, beats Algiris 3-2 on aggregate Lithuanian side. I've watched both games and they really should have scored more goals. That's, that's an example of where a team needs um, maybe a few more rounds, a few more weeks to, um, to get into, into the full flow. And I think they'll, they'll come on good for that run, if you know what I mean, in horse racing terms. I think they really should have battered uh, Zalgiris, and I think they'll get the job, job done fairly comfortably against uh, Olympia Ljubljana, the uh, Slovenian um, team. So I've had to be a bit creative with, with my bet for this game, and I've gone with both teams to score and over two and a half goals, same game parlay. It's actually at plus 112 now. The lines are moving all over the place, by the way, just in the space of 12 hours. Um, it's it's a very volatile market this week, I must say, in the Champions League qualifying. Um, it's one of those games, I was a little bit disappointed because I'm sure like all the handicappers out there, we all, um, we price games up before we see odds. Then we kind of 
what do we expect in terms of odds? And I, I actually expected Galatasaray to be about minus one twenty-five here, to be honest. And uh, I had them as a sort of fair price around the one sixty mark, minus one sixty mark, which they have drifted to now slightly. Um, but there's no real value on Galatasaray to win, I don't think, in this game. I think they should get the job done, but I don't want to be taking the minus one Asian handicap. Uh, Ljubljana, to be fair to them, I, I was surprised they came through against Luda Gerrits. Luda Gerrits are, are definitely a more a better side, but they managed to squeeze through a, a nine, 102nd minute penalty save in normal time by the goalkeeper. Got them through to uh, to this round. So, uh, you know, fair play to them, but um, I don't think they're a particularly good side, Ljubljana. I think there's quite a should be a reasonably decent gulf between them and, and the Turkish champions. I mean, Galatasaray have made some good signings already this summer. Turkish football, I think, is back on the up again, by the way, Dan. I think watch out for their teams. There's some decent talent going back in into that division. Icardi's come in, uh, Angelino, but Kambu, uh, Wilfred Zahar as well for Galatasaray. They should have enough. So I'm expecting Galatasaray to score at least probably two goals here. Um, but I don't trust their defence. I've, I've seen how they play, and they're too open. So I think the, the Slovenian champions are going to have to have a go. They're at home. They uh, they won't die wondering here. So I, I definitely think both teams can get on the score uh, sheet. Minus 136 is both teams to score. It's a little bit too short for me. So let's have, add a bit more value. Both teams to score over two and a half goals. Plus 112 now is the price um, for a bit of value in this game. Uh, five out of uh, the six games that Olympia have been involved in this season have been over two and a half goals. Incidentally, PSV against Sturm Grax next. This is 7.30 Eastern. Uh, Will's going to tackle this one for us. PSV, our short price favourites here. Minus 250 last I looked, and again, it could change. We're putting that caveat on throughout the show because of the line movements here. Uh, Will, we expect PSV uh, to make the group stages. They're, they're a storied name in European football. Good result on Friday in the Johan Cruyff Shield, the, the Dutch Super Cup, uh, if you like. One or two changes in terms of, of personnel, but I, I look to the Austrian league and I always think, well, outside of Salzburg, that there's not that much strength in depth, really. How do you see this one? Yeah, uh, like Steve, I've gone for a same much parlay here. Um, initially, I did want to be with PSV on the Asian line, the minus 1.25 line, which is still the main line, although... When the market opened, it was originally around plus 100. So I would have been interested there. I decided to change it up last minute to the same game parlay, PSV to win the match and over two and a half goals at minus 112. Um, I do like how PSV are shaping up this season. They've now got Peter Bosch as manager, which is a huge positive. Previously led Ajax to the league title and Europa League final is less than in the Eredivisie. PSV have been convincing in the preseason, and like you say, Dan, they consolidated this form with a 1-0 win against first rivals Feyenoord in the Super Cup. Um, Transfer-wise, they did lose their leading scorer and arguably most creative player, Xavi Simons, in the off-season, but they have mitigated his loss with good signings, particularly the addition of Noah Lang, the Dutch international from Club Bruges, who should go straight into the starting lineup. They've also signed uh, Ricardo Pepe, an impressive young American from Augsburg. So I think they're fairly well uh, stacked and shaping up nicely to tackle this tie. Um, last season, PSV played six European games at home, scoring an average of 2.17 goals per game. What's more interesting than just that stat is the calibre of opponents. Um, 
it's pretty impressive. They uh, include wins over Arsenal, Sevilla and Monaco. And of those six opponents, only Boda Glimpse would be rated lower than Sturm Graz based off my ratings. So they are a uh, European powerhouse at home and capable of creating many opportunities. Um, in regards to Sturm Graz, I have them rated the second best team in Austria. Like Dan mentioned, the impressive Red Bull Salzburg being perennial uh, top performers in the Austrian Bundesliga, who also coincidentally do tend to impress on the European stage. Uh, Sturm Graz have had a strong preseason, winning six out of seven. Although, as Steve mentions, how much do we really factor that in? Personally, it's not really for me. I don't really like to factor in preseason form too much, but markets gen generally tend to. Um, they've started domestically. Sturm Graz have started domestically uh, the season in good form. They've beaten Austria Vienna away from home and Las Linz at home in the Austrian Bundesliga. Um, most interestingly, I think we have quite a good form line to extrapolate out here. Sturmgratz played PSV's domestic rivals Feyenoord in last season's Europa League. The line on that night away from home was minus 1.25, the same line we see here. And Feyenoord went on to completely dominate that match. They won at 6-0 and completely obliterated Sturmgratz on the expected goals analysis. For me, Sturmgratz's defence is just a little too weak to hold up at this level of competition. Um, in last season's Europa League, away games to Lazio, Metegeland and Feyenoord, they conceded an average of 3.33 goals per 90, which is obviously uh, a lot. Um, so perhaps this shows that defensively they're just not strong enough. Um, so in conclusion, everything points to PSV having the power, firepower to be able to create lots of chances here against the Sturmgratz defence that's been exposed previously in European competition. One thing I do want to mention is I did want to be on the PSV minus 1.25 line. I can actually see that drifting on the day. Um, some of the technical profiling metrics I use to kind of look at flows in the markets and where money could potentially come do indicate that there could be money for Sturmgratz here. So I wouldn't be surprised to see this PSV line drift despite the earning money for them. And if it does get to plus 100 or above on that 1.25 line on day of game, then I wouldn't put any betters off having a go at that. So my pick, official pick, is PSV to win the match and over 2.5 goals at minus 112. Good spot. And watch out for those line movements ahead of kickoff as well, because uh, as we've already stressed, uh, the lines are moving all over the place. And closer to kickoff, if there is money for Sturm, as Will rightly points out, might be worth looking at PSV uh, on the Asian line. Uh, another one from Will to look at here. This is the last game on Tuesday. This is 7.45 Eastern. It's AK Athens against Dinamo Zagreb. Um, the Greek champions here are favourites, uh, plus 115. Uh, the Croat champs plus 225, the last I looked anyway. Uh, the tie, the draw plus 235. Tend to think that AK Athens always under a little bit of pressure to do well. It's only a second title since 94, which surprised me when I was looking at some of the stats for AK. And you've mentioned it already a few times, Well, I think this is one of the key things when when betters are looking at these games. It games. If, if a team has got a bit of pedigree and they've got some experience in getting through these qualifying rounds, whether it's the Champions League or the Europa League, conference, whatever level they're at, if they do it year in, year out, it seems to count for an awful lot. And I think we've got to put 
uh, Dinamo Zagreb in that category because we see them in group stages quite a lot, even in the Champions League, don't we? I, I, you know, they're, they're a team that seem to have the knack and the know-how at this stage of a season. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, this is another game where, according to my models, this has been priced accurately by the Bet Rivers uh, line makers. And so we've had to, I've had to look at more situational form-based angles to try and unearth some plus EV bets here. And as Dan says, Dinamo Zagreb are seasoned European performers. We see them getting through qualifying rounds uh, year on year, reaching group stages of Champions League, generally getting obliterated when they when they reach the group <laughs> stages. But we can't deny they're, 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 they're top performers when it comes to the qualification rounds. And uh, so looking at that, so my bet here is, is, is actually on Dinamo Zagreb, plus a quarter of a goal, minus 110. We have some insurance on the draw. If it finishes a draw, we actually win half of our stake or half of our win back. So um, looking at the game in, in a little bit of detail, AK, um, Greek Super League winners last season, However, they haven't played any competitive games yet this season, which I think could be key in this matchup, especially when contrasted with the uh, the European pedigree of Dynamo Zagreb. Um, they're also disadvantaged relative to Dynamo in terms of European experience, having last competed in Europe in the Europa League 2020-2021 season when they finished bottom of their group. And the last time they qualified for the Champions League group stages was back in 2018-19, where they lost all six group games. I would say I would put a caveat on that and say I wouldn't generally factor that type of thing into my bets that often, uh, especially in this in in this instance where AEK in that 2018-19 season, the final groups group game against I think it was Benfica, they only two players from the starting lineup that day are in their this season squad. So how much does that really matter? Probably not very much at all. Um, on the other hand, Dynamo, perennial Croatian champions, no strangers to European competition, and they've already played five competitive games this season, so they should be sharp and not lacking for match practice. They they beat Astana convincingly in the last round, winning 6-0 on, on aggregates, and Astana are in no pushovers, maybe slightly weaker now than they have been in the past, but certainly no pushovers. What I really like about Dynamo is their form under their new coach, former Liverpool football club legend Igor Bishkan. 13 games in charge um, for Biscan, and they've only lost once, which was actually really unlucky, unlucky loss to their rivals' hijack splits. Um, they missed the penalty, I think, in that match to go 2-0 up, and then two late goals for hijack um, took it away from them. Over the sample size of 13 games under Biscan, Dinamo have a positive goal difference of 23, which is, un even in a, even in quite a, a weak league, that's, that's very impressive. Um, Another really interesting factor in this match is the interest from bigger European clubs in players, in star players from both sides. Um, AK have the Levi Garcia, who's their talented Trinidad and Tobago international. He's been targeted by both Celtic and Long. Um, and meanwhile, like in most seasons, Dinamo are likely to use, lose quite a few of their top stars in the offseason. Uh, Luka Ivanusic, Josip Sutolo, Dominic Livakovic and Bruno Pekovic all form the back, backbone of their team. All should be starting. Maybe not um, Ivanusic here, but the rest should all be starting and should be extra motivated to give their hometown club a push through to the, uh, to the Champions League group stages once again. 
Um, another interesting thing I found about Dinamo Zagreb and European competition, often you'll see money in Asia for Dinamo. Um, I think the big syndicates really like the setup in, of this Croatian team and they ult ultimately rate them quite high and perhaps rate the Croatian league in general quite high in the European scene. So overall, I would say the benefit of having played five competitive matches already this season, coupled with being more seasoned operators in European competition, for me, make Dinamo a bet on the plus 0.25 Asian line. Normally, I'm reticent to, to get on board with away teams in European competition, especially in the qualifying where home advantage is so huge. But on this instance, given that we keep half the draws a half winner on our side, um, I've got a sneaky feeling that lifelong Zagreb boys, Lubakovic, Sutolo and Uvenusic will be extra motivated here too. So, yeah, I like Dinamo in this spot. A uh, lot of ticks in the right boxes at this stage of the season when it comes to Dinamo Zagreb away at AK Athens. Uh, one more game to look at. We move to Wednesday. Uh, this is Rangers against Savet. Steve's going to tackle this one for us. 2.45 Eastern kickoff here. Rangers... Uh, minus 200, so that minus uh, plus 450. Uh, draw plus 340. Uh, Steve Rangers under pressure already. They've already lost the uh, SPL crown because Celtic won on the weekend and they and they lost. So that's it for the season in Scotland. <laughs> Michael Beale under pressure. What's your thoughts on Rangers here, Steve? Sorry, Scotland first football fans. First of all, I, I do want to say I think that's a really good pick from Will on Dinamo Zagreb. They're a seasoned operator in in Europe, and I'm surprised they're the dog actually in, in that game. They've got some really good players, and I really like the underdog here actually. Um, Savet against Rangers. I'm not actually gonna back them. The um, the official pick I've got here is both teams to score yes at minus 129. Um, but I mean, Rangers are minus 205 on the money line here with Bet Rivers. I, I wouldn't touch that with the barge pole, as we say over here. Um, they may well win. But I think Savet at plus four seven five is a real insult to this uh, Swiss team. Who I watched them in both legs against Genk, and I was mightily impressed. I must say, I've actually been watching a fair bit of Swiss football recently, and um, it's an underrated league. It, the dynamics of the league are changing. The, the big dogs like your Zurichs and your Basel are, are, are not as strong anymore, and you've got like young boys, Savet, Lugano, are an, are an interesting side. Luzern are not a bad team either. They're through in Conference League qualifying. But Savets uh, against Genk, that was a really good win for them because in the second leg, they were reduced to 10 men after just three minutes. Enzo Crivelli, a big striker, physical striker, was sent off. Uh, but they managed to come from behind twice in that game, uh, took it to penalties and went through um, on spot kick. So I think um, they've shown great mental resolve there. But I really enjoyed the way that they play their football. Um, you can tell they're a well-coached team attack-minded, positive, and they're going to come to Ibrox. And I, I think they're going to have no fear at all. I think Rangers could be surprised by them. Um, I've, we've seen it before, haven't we, in the last decade or so. Celtic had a habit at one point, didn't they, of getting knocked out or close to getting knocked out by, I suppose, minnows across Europe. And I don't know why these Scottish teams sometimes do start the European campaigns really slowly. Um, uh, you look around Twitter or X, as it's known now, at the weekend. And everyone seemed to have lost money on Rangers, uh, letting or letting everyone down. Um, I mean, I don't touch that league myself very often, thankfully. But um, by the sounds of it, it was a terrible performance. Now, they will be a lot better here. They probably might have had their, their minds on the uh, Champions League qualifying game. It's massive for Rangers that they get into the group stages again. It really is. So the pressure's on them. They will deliver a better display at home at Ibrox. 
Um, you've certainly got to think that Rangers um, will at very worst get on the score sheet. But I think this Servette team will surprise them. They're really good on the counter-attack. They've got pace, good transitions. They've um, obviously had a, a couple of really strong competitive games under their belt. The Swiss League is already three games old. Every single one of their uh, domestic fixtures has been both teams scoring yes so far. And I can see why, because they just play this wide open style. And um, do you know what? I, I wouldn't be surprised to see something like a two-all draw here, Dan. I really wouldn't. Um, or two-one range or something like that. It's going to be a much better game than people think. And this is not going to be the walkover that the odds might suggest as well. I think they're criminally underrated. I'm I'm really intrigued to, to follow this Savette European journey because they will now be, I think, guaranteed to be in at least one of the group stages, Conference League, Europa League. They're going to be a great team to bet for goals, overs this year, both teams scoring uh, because of the style they play. So I think minus 129 is a really good price on BTTS. Yes, in, in this fixture and absolutely uh, would not be getting uh, on ranges at minus 205. Uh, 2-2 draw incidentally, plus 1,400 at the moment. Over three and a half goals is plus 175 at the moment. You can look at all the various goal markets on the Bet Rivers site, uh, incidentally. Um, that wraps it up for now. I want to just recap all of uh, the boys' selections then. Let's just rattle through them. Uh, Steve, just give us your three picks off the bat, uh, just to remind everyone what you're, what you're playing when it comes to these Champions League qualifiers. Yeah, so Braga minus 1.75 Asian handicap. Um, uh, that is at minus 136 now. And uh, we've got uh, Lupiana against Galatasaray. Both teams to score yes and over two and a half goals at plus 112. And uh, the one I just mentioned there, Rangers against Servette. Both teams score yes, minus 129. Uh, and Will, you've got three uh, picks for us. Tentative. Uh, historically for you, but we've got you on the show and you've given us three to follow. So just remind um, our viewers and listeners uh, which three plays for you this midweek on the Champions League qualifiers. I will be backing in Denmark, FC Copenhagen, minus quarter of a goal, minus 127 against Sparta Prague. In Eindhoven at Parken, I will be backing PSV to win the match and over two and a half goals at minus 112. That's against Sturm Graz. And then in Greece, I'm on Dynamo Zagreb plus quarter of a goal, minus 110 against AEK Athens. Those are your six selections for the midweek action when it comes to the Champions League third round qualifiers. That wraps up betting weekly extra time Champions League edition. We've come early uh, this season with the college. We've got playoff games as well to come over the course of August. And just a reminder that the kickoff times are not standardised at this stage of the competition. So check on the Bet Rivers website for all the latest start times. Lots of action in play as well that you will see if you're following the games online and looking at the prices and the money lines and so on with Bet Rivers. That wraps it up for today. Many thanks to Steve and to Will from all of us. It's goodbye. Good luck with your bets this week. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider.